All right, Roasters, episode 21, Up and Adam. We are back to our regularly, regularly, said that all wrong. I can't help but ruin the introduction every time. You suck, Dan. I suck at this. I don't know why I constantly keep doing it. But we are back to our reg- regularly scheduled timing of dropping every Thursday morning for you guys. I mean, y'all get the holidays off. Why can't we get the holidays off? You know what I'm saying? It was just awkward. with the. Ho- it felt like the holidays this year lasted an eternity. Ah, maybe that's what we get for having, you know, Wednesday be the holiday day. It's like the middle Seriously. of the week, you know? It's the worst. I know Christmas is on a Friday in 2020. Oh. And New Year's Eve is on a Thursday. Uh, so I'm hoping this year it's not as hectic as 2019. Well, it's like, you know, when it's in the middle of the week like that, it's like you get like two days and it's like the holiday, but then you're not really ready to get back to work, but then you've got the weekend to look forward to. So it's like people kind of like make continuous plans and like the holidays are like never really over until they're just way past the first. You know what I mean? So when is it unacceptable to say Happy New Year? I think it's okay to say Happy New Year if you've seen someone for the first time the first two and a half weeks in January. Why two and a half weeks? That is the designated allotted time. Okay, it. So this is the way. So like I have uh, spoken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so let's use math. So there are fifty-two weeks a year. Okay. Let's make it easy. So fifty times two is a hundred. So each week equals about two percent. So you're saying, and you gave an exact number. So using my math and your exact number, it's only acceptable to say Happy New Year the first 5% of the year. Yes. So I don't know, man. I I think it's funny if you start telling people Happy New Year, like October 4th. (laughs) Like there's pregame in the Happy New Year. Because it's still kind of new. I mean. Wait, Dan, have we said Happy New Year to our roasters? I'm indirectly saying that. Happy New Year, everybody. And Dan. I don't like telling people Happy New Year. Like, cool. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You don't sound happy. That was like an insincere Happy New Year. I don't like the Happy New Year is such small talk. And I hate small talk. Yeah, this is big talk. We're roasting, okay? People are going out of the way to listen to us on an early morning sometimes, okay? So you need to to buck it up there, Bucky, and chip her up. You know, pinch that butthole up and be happy. Well, I like when my butthole is uh, wide and gaping. You need to clamp that shut. We're talking <laughs> about a dime size, okay? You need to freaking chip her up and and just wish them Happy New Year, Dan. Just try it from the bottom of your heart, sincerely, and try to smile when you say it. Just say, Happy New Year's, Roasters. Happy New Year's. Well, now that the predator has said Happy New Year, <laughs> and that but, was uh, that, you know, that's how it was so 2019. Yeah, such a 2019 thing to do. <laughs> but I do want to reach out to our Spotify listeners. I keep ignoring them. Oh yeah, and they are a much of our international listenership is through Spotify. So for those who maybe forgot to download an episode, for maybe those who don't know how to download a podcast you probably know how to use spotify Mm. and if maybe if you want to share this and you're talking to somebody and they're like i don't know how to do podcasts i barely know how to read 
then they probably know how to use Spotify. You know what's really you know what's really cool about Spotify though, because uh, I I do use Spotify quite a bit. Um, is when you're actively listening to Spotify and you're connected, um, I guess through whatever your friends can see what you're watching if they're using Spotify. So sometimes like someone's listening to something and I'm like opening my page up and I see what they're listening to and I'm like, what is that? And I click on it and I start listening to it. So. You never know, guys. Just start listening on Spotify. More people will see us just right off the bat. And if you are one of the early roasters, let us know. Send us a message. I mean, preferably Instagram is where our game is best at as of late. Yeah. Uh, we are recording this on Tuesday, the 7th of 2020. Oh. And... Word just came out that something major just took place earlier today, not so long ago with the U.S. and Iran. So uh, we're not sure what's going to happen because we're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah. So let us know before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because something bad could happen and then nobody in Iran will listen to us anymore. And we do have other countries. We have Vietnam. I remember Vietnam is one of the first newer countries. You said the United Arab Emirates. There's someone listening. That was listening. a few months ago. I think they banned us there now. No, it was because of all the AIDS. It's true. Well, they don't like AIDS there because, you know. Give but us another shot, guys. Give us another shot. But definitely spread the word. Uh, and if you are an early adopter, I mean, it's kind of like when you get – buy into a startup early like you know you get more shares you're more vested you get a better price for the deal you know so you're an og you're, roaster an og roaster OG roaster we want to we want to know you like we don't want to know you like we no, don't want to know i kind of want to know you and then i want to rent you out all right that, they're not going to reach out now <laughs> but for real if you can reach out to us that way we have you documented and then we can put you as a second class citizen oh no, see yeah you're not making it any better yourself no, but for real, we would like to, you know, have you on record. And if you are uh, early roaster and we blow up, we'll acknowledge you, man. I'm a very mindful, loyal person. I give those back. Like if you, you know, love us early on and you're all about us, then we could blow up and you can become like a sponsor for us in your said country. Ooh, ambassador, we'll ambassador, ambassador. Yeah, you could be an ambassador. You can be our Australian ambassador, Vietnamese ambassador, what up? Netherlands, that's another country that keeps popping up. You so basically, our- basically you guys could talk crap in extension of what we say where you're at. You know, it's almost like you have street cred over there. Like, I can say this because the offensive guys in America that I listen to say this stuff. So it's cool over here now, you know, make it cool. And if we get, you know, if we blow up, we'll send you merch. You could wear a lovely black and neon green shirt. Oh, Who I would want yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's my favorite colors. That's that's why the colors are what they are. You guys want to be so friendly that we know you by name. We're like, oh, yeah, there's Sherlock Gnomes 57, you know? No, I want to know their real names, bro. Like, I want to know, like, like, John's, Jens from... From Amsterdam and uh, Hai from Vietnam and uh, Australia. Uh, I mean, Australian names aren't that different than here, except all the names in Australia and with like a Y. They always Stave. like Stave. I said a Y, and you say Steve. <laughs> so I said Steve. Steve. I see like, with Australian accent butchering it. 
They they always like shorten everything. Like uh, McDonald's is called Macca's there. Really? Yeah, they just like whatever syllables. Like you'd be for sure. We we go by Dan and Phil, but if our names were longer, like it would just be like DP. whatever it is. We'd be DP, bro. There's jokes there which we <laughs> I will not touch. You can well, look I mean, up, uh, it's it's a full circle now because we started this episode with Dan having a gaping butt. Yeah, so if you're not sure what DP stands for, go on your porn searches and, and type that and you'll be... Type in and it'll say Dr. Pepper. It'll say Dr. Pepper and you will be... Uh, the doctor will give you a good source of uh, infection. A so, pepper. A pepper. Yeah, so... But yeah, let's... This, you know, the worldly events has kind of uh, made things sour for us a little bit. We were very excited without any, you know, anxiousness or any trepidation don't that's a made-up word just made it up so are you trying to say trepidation yeah okay yeah there was a real yeah. word in there yeah i mean i was close but you know the worldly events are kind of put some it's a damper some, in our mood man because now we're not sure what y'all are sensitive about you know yeah so man you sound so oklahoman when you said that dude i live in oklahoma you know it's almost like you need to assimilate where you live no, but you you bit. dropped you've dropped your accent hard so far like three times. Yo, what you talk about, Willis? Maybe during the holidays you like gained seven percent more Oklahoman or something. I I just gotta I have to stay away from the brisket. It really gets me. Like the the more you smell the meat smoke, it like gets into your lungs and changes the way you speak. I'm a smoker, you know. I I I'm smoking meat now, and so the more meat I smoke. The more Oklahoma I become, I mean, like, what more Midwestern thing can you think of uh, than smoking meat and barbecue? Guns? Nah, there's guns more in the Midwest. Well, what do you, what's Oklahoma? Huh? What is Oklahoma's considered the Midwest, right? Yes, no, it's definitely considered the Midwest. But like, even Ohio's considered the Midwest, and that's like not very Midwest. But there's a lot of guns there, and then, I mean, I think of guns in the South too, though. I think of flat lands, and I think of like never-ending, boring land. Oh, you think of? I think of like fields with crops. You know, and I, the wind does come sweeping down the plain, Dan, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Man, man, that's that. That's a horrible musical. Just so you know. Oh, Oklahoma. Ah. That's like the one thing Oklahoma is like ever referenced in is that crappy musical. Well, and if it wasn't for the musical, no one would care about Oklahoma except our roasters because Phil lives in Oklahoma. I do, you know? Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma, I, always, I also think of tornadoes. I mean, these are all negative things I'm thinking about. With, with the, of well, that's West. because the political climate, not the political, the what, how would you say what's going on right now? The international climate? No, just the the climate, the sociological landscape. Everything's just kind of getting me down and got me on edge, you know. Um, I just I don't know. I'm too well, old to get drafted, right, Dan? I mean, I yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens over there on the uh, the other side of the world. Thing is, Dan. <laughs> here's the thing. This is one reason why I don't want to be drafted. I've got titties, okay? Like, and I just imagined myself in, in some kind of uniform, and my titties just don't work. 
you know? I just see a lot of pressure on the buttons. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't. I think my mile time is like 17 minutes, okay? So, okay, I've got a hypothetical situation here and I, with a question at the end. Okay. So let's say they start the draft in okay. the city you live in. All right. And they're like, all right, we need any any able man under 40, over 18, 18 to 40, to come to this office immediately. And, okay, so everyone's there, all the dudes who qualify under that, uh, you know, guidelines. Mm-hmm. How many of them, like percentage-wise, would be holding a big gulp? There are not very many 7-Elevens. All right, imagine they're either holding like a big, you know, a sixty-four ounce beverage, okay? Sixty-four ounce beverage and or like some type of tobacco product. Well, they wouldn't be eighteen if they had tobacco. You know what I'm saying? New laws. They gotta be twenty-one. Is that everywhere? That's everywhere. I thought it was particular states doing that. Nope, that is federal. Wow. Yeah, so you can die for your country, but you can't smoke or chew tobacco. You should literally, you know, go to a war and not smoke. (laughs) Actually, no, no, no. no, That's not true. Military members is 18, but you have to have a military ID. That's enough reasoning for someone who's 19 to join the draft then, huh? It's like, you know what? I just need to get a fix. I need some nicotine. I just joined the military. And, uh, yeah. Give me a gun in one hand and give me some cigs in the other. Dude, that's just how it is. You know, that's the epitome of manless. You just... You need an M16 and a Marlboro Red. All right, so let's say this. Let's, let's, let's substitute big gulps with a Big Mac. Oh, okay. Now we're getting closer to dinner time. So how many of them would be like, this line's long. I've got to get something to eat. Honestly, out in Oklahoma, around here, there are not. There are a lot of unhealthy people. Uh, a lot of people are a lot overweight here. But if there was a draft here. In Oklahoma, in my town, there would be people lined up and the people would go. Like, they would serve their country. The, the morale is very strong here for the support of the troops and um, to sign up for, if the country needs you, they'll go. That's yeah. kind of the attitude here. That's kind of a given, but how many of them would actually be selected is the question. Okay, so if it was a draft, it'd be different where they'll pretty much take anybody. But uh, if, if it was not draft times, I would say maybe 35% of the people. Like, let's say at 100% people that were showed up, only 35% would actually physically and qualify for serving. Like, you know, we're talking no disabilities. We're talking, you know, physically fit. We're talking about um, no weird health stuff. Like, I mean... If you have, like, asthma, you can't join the Marines. You have to, like, be so far away from your last incident and be able to pass all these different tests to just be considered a Marine. Like, Marine's the hardest to get into. And that's um, not true. Yeah, it is. Mm, maybe physically, but... The hardest branch not... to get into, yeah, the Marines mm, are very selective. That's not true, but let's continue on. No, they are. I'm holding my ground. Compared to the other branches, they're the hardest branch to get into. It depends on what you want to do. They are the most willing to take more people because they are the more most infantry. You know that the Marines are they they actually can't uh, they can't go over a certain number 
um, the, the, the Navy and the Army and the Air Force, they can have and recruit as many people as they want, but the Marines are limited to only 330,000. Yeah, because the Marines are an offshoot, technically, of the Army, if I believe right. Of the Navy. Navy, but yeah. the Marines are actually the president's personal uh, branch. So he yeah. can do whatever he wants. So because of that, because of the limit on presidential powers, uh, they limit the Marine size so that you can't, like, the president can't overthrow the country with his own militia. Yeah, but the other branches <laughs> are more technical than the Marines, for the most part. Eh, I don't know. It depends. Okay. Anyways, but let's say, man, you made me forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> I gotta back the boys, you know, the the Marines, the the Devil Dogs, bro. I learned so a lot of history. Say, I learned a lot of history. All right, let's say you know the uh, the recruiter there. You know, he's he's a vet. He's been he's been serving for at least you know one contract of. Most contracts now in the military are five years. Five, six so years, been, depending on your MOS. Yeah, it's longer than the good old four years we grew up with. Yeah. So he's been at it nearly double digits probably. And he goes to – not just, I'm not, I don't want to just say Oklahoma. That's just too mean. Let's go average American. Okay. The average American male of today. Okay. That, that you know, is slightly overweight, which is the average American, honestly. So – he goes, all right, what are, what are you good at? What are your strong suits? What do Call you of Duty, bro. I get a kill streak every time. I get a three like, kill streak, guaranteed. Yeah, it's like 84%. What? Like He's like, that's my KD, bro. That's my KD kill death ratio. That's my headshot percentage. <laughs> he goes, um, uh, are we talking special controllers or not special controllers, you know? I mean, you guys need me to, you know, you know navigate the drones, right? Here's the, here's here's the thing. So, I mean, because the typical people that go into the armed services are 18, 19, 20, 21. Usually that age range, that's the majority of people. And actually, emphasis on 18 and 19. They're like, you just go at that age, you know? It, the problem, biggest thing that I see is an issue is like, you got a bunch of spoiled kids have always got their way and your parents have kind of given them everything so like they don't know what no is you know and all of a sudden they get like they, they get their told their whole life oh yeah you get this you get this i can just whine or i could bitch about this or whatever and i get my way you know and all of a sudden you go to the armed services and they're like by the way we tell you what to do and not everything's fair you know you're gonna eat crap you know so it's just like i don't see I don't see a lot of like the newer age people in a draft really getting through stuff. You know, they don't know how to go through adversity. Well, I I don't know about all of that. I don't completely agree with all that. But I think the funniest part would be like, all right, you're gonna go to boot camp for six to eight weeks, and you're gonna be doing all these drills. Like, okay, cool. That's like tough mutter. I'm cool with that. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And then you know, you're gonna be sleeping on these bunks. Like, okay, that's kind of like a hostel. I can do that. And what, what, what do you mean you don't get Starbucks in the morning? There's that. It's like, okay, so, yeah, I can do a lot of running. I just, you know, get my headphones and my phone. I could run all day. It's like, no phone. What? Yeah, you don't get your cell phone. What do you like, mean I can't use my cross trainers? What do you mean? I mean, I just, you know, I just put on my app, and they place the best music, the Kanye, the Takashi 69, you know? And then it's like, what, no. what, what do you mean I can't start my day with a delicious kombucha? 
Dude, who's drinking kombucha in Oklahoma? I drink kombucha. You do? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I don't drink kombucha. You're more Californian than I am, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I I started drinking it about like three years ago. You're making fun of all these liberals and you're drinking the most liberal thing ever. I like Asian-esque things, though. I mean, I'm from Temple City. So liberally. Okay, well, kombucha, I like it, though. It's it's. Do you brew it yourself? No, I just buy it from the bottle. You can buy it from the grocery. Yeah, but I thought you'd brew it yourself since you like to smoke meat and do these special kinds of coffees. I thought it's not a reach. Well, speaking of it, I had this idea here. Okay, so today's January 7th, 2020. I'm saying this now. So this is my patent. This is like this is my idea. This is my idea first. I have not seen anything like it. And I'm going to say it, and it has it's a it's a beverage, okay? So Dan's going to immediately be up in arms the moment I say what this drink is. He's going to be like, oh, God, you would like that, okay? But I'm going to say it anyway. I, okay, here's the drink. Boba milk tea, okay? Freaking love that. Here's the kicker, though. I wish that there was an alcoholic version of it. I enjoy the drink. I enjoy the texture. I just wish that it was an alcoholic beverage that actually tasted good. So... I am making it my personal, personal <laughs> goal in life to find out how to make this an alcoholic beverage that tastes good. We're talking alcohol to tea ratio, or maybe it's the alcohol in the tapioca balls, whatever. But Ugh. we're gonna get you sloshed. We're gonna get you sloshed and get you get you bobin, okay? So, but it's gotta taste good. That's the kicker. So that's my goal. I'm going to try and do that. It's very difficult. I mean, there's white white Russians. That's the only thing I could think of where you're mixing dairy with liquor. And there's like Baileys too, you know. But man, that's that's not gonna taste good. So I mean the base the base is black tea. You got a black tea, and then you I believe add I forget some type of creamer into it. And then with that's the tap the problem right there is the creamer. Well, I mean, yeah. Are you guys going to start curdling? Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> I don't know. So it's a, it's a delicate process, you know, because um, obviously it's got to get chilled down. And so there's just got to be a way to, you know, it, it could be like, you know, tapioca balls, like jello shots, but the tapioca balls are infused with alcohol. Dude, when have you been to a party where people are doing tapioca jello shots? Oh, dude, when I was partying back in the day, everyone did jello shots. They had. Like the regular Jello looking shots, where they put Jello uh-huh. in these syringes, and uh-huh. then they would like you do like syringe shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you ever have one with tapioca though? That's the thing. I'm reinventing the wheel here. Okay, people go to like these places and they get milk teas and they like boba. Boba is a pretty hipster trend, you know, in, in California, at least in the communities that I grew up in. And so people go to these cafes, they drink boba, they hang out, and that's the thing. Now, if it was alcoholic, that would be, be more amazing because there's there are things that are popping up now that they weren't there before. Like, have you ever been to a uh, ice cream bar that's alcoholic? They serve alcoholic ice cream, like shakes and floats and stuff yeah. like that. I've been there once. There was one in San Diego, but they shut down. So it's starting to be a thing. People are taking something that everyone has loved before or good people have loved, and they kind of take it to the next level, make it cooler, do something different with it. Like churro bars. That's a new thing now. What? Like you eat churros and that's it? No, no. So like they've got 
different ways to make churros, different sizes of the churros, but it's like a cold stone. So you pick your ice cream or they'll make it and they'll put churros in the dessert. Not like they'll grind it up, but like they'll put the imagine like a, a, a banana split, right? The whole banana split's perfect and they tag on a churro um, or they'll do like churros with like different dipping sauces. And so, like, they'll do caramel or chocolate. Yeah. No, it's amazing, actually. Disgusting. No, churros it's perfect. You, you don't mess with it. You, you no, don't mess with the churro. Churros are delicious, and it's cool because they have they have like churro bites and, and different things like that. So anyway, I, like I discovered that in San Diego, my California trip, and I oh, okay. thought it was delicious. I thought, I thought you were gonna say it's out in Oklahoma, and I was like, that's why everyone is severely obese if they're like <laughs> dipping churros into something else. No, no, that's a that's definitely in California. Actually, my friend owns the 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 shop, and so I I heard about it because of him, and it ended up that I was close by, and I tried it out, and it was fantastic. In San Diego, yeah, huh, yeah, three ten churro bar. I'm not sure how I feel about this because I love churros. I don't I don't think there's a way to improve it. There's a churro. I think there's a churro bar in uh, Los Angeles too. Well, I go to San Diego a lot more because L.A. is the complete worst city in the country. Yeah. So it's close to Los. It's close to Sorrento Valley. All right, I know where that's at. No yeah. one else does though. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You never know. You know those people from uh, Australia or from Tibet. City to San Diego this? in yeah. sixteen hours. Do so it. do it. Do it. Just for a churro. And those of you who don't know what a churro is, it's you know churros are kind of a one one form or another in every country. Really? Did you know that? No. Because when I was um, in Eastern Europe, they have uh, like different kinds of churros. Like I think I was in Hungary on Christmas times. It's very popular because it's cinnamon. It's pretty much a piece of pastry that has cinnamon, you know, laced with it. Sometimes people use sugar to lace it. Sometimes people just put water on it or butter, uh-huh. like wet butter to make it the cinnamon stick. But in every country, it's usually – most countries don't make it into a long stick. They usually make it into like a twisty thing, kind of like you put a, you put a stick into a, a – a, I want to say bladder, but that's not the – batter. You put like a batter. stick into a big batter, uh-huh. and it's kind of like a rotisserie. And then the, the batter like wraps itself around the stick. I know I have that in Switzerland too. Well, so there's a – a lot of countries that do this so it's cinnamon's everywhere well way to way to take away the specialty of the hispanic culture there's nothing special about hispanic oh man (laughs) Uh, but But it's everywhere it's to me it was a very southern california thing like the only place that i can get a churro around here is at sam's club you mean costco no i mean sam's club they don't do it at costco there i don't have a costco membership so i don't know but they do it at sam's club yeah, they'll probably do it at Costco. You're just too cheap. Sam's Club's closer. I'm not going to go out of my way to Costco. It's like the same place. Well, one's owned by Walmart and one is not. I don't care about stuff like that. Build the wall. Build. <laughs> <laughs> way to bring in politics, Danny, you douche. I mean, build the wall around Sam's Club. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah, because they serve churros and you can't let churros cross the border. No churros allowed here. <laughs> Every single churro is now an enemy of America. So the only way you're going to get over this wall is if you build a thousand churros, let them stale, and then make, use all thousand. Churro ladder. To churro yeah, ladder. Exactly, exactly what I was going to say. You know what? That's a waste of a churro. A and thousand of them. It, you would have a better experience 
hurling churros, okay? Like like shot put or javelin throw, just javelin churros. Is there the anything sadder than a stale churro? Um Yeah, no, there definitely is. It's um gosh. It's always the worst where you're like, oh, there's some left, and then it's been like an hour and yeah, it's already gone bad. One of the saddest things for me would be a stale um chili cheese frito. That takes like a month. No, it just takes the so you don't got humidity in uh California, but here if you leave it on a really humid day, it gets all messed up. In one day? Yeah. Really? I, all the preservatives I thought would take more time than that. Well, I mean, it's an open bag. Still. Like, if you it's, open the bag and, like, you kind of just kept it in your car and forgot about it, you went the next day, it could be a little soggy and messed up. Really? One day, huh? It depends. It depends on the humidity of the day. Like, over 40%? I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I mean, we get a lot. I mean, sometimes it's, like, 80 90% humidity, like, for, like, weeks. That sounds sticky. That sounds like uh, the best way to get your sweat is just heading outside. Don't leave your churros or your chili cheese Fritos outside. Dude, if you get a churro and you sit and wait to eat it, I don't like you. No, you need to eat the churro immediately. That's not a I'll save it for later. That's not a cold fries, we warm it later, McDonald's crap. No, nah. it's it's you you ingest it within minutes of it leaving the initial heat or the warmer. I have a rule of thumb that anything that's hot, that's uh, made out of bread, you got to eat immediately. No, I like cold pizza. Shut up. No, I don't like cold pizza. I, I, want, love, I, bag I don't get pizza just to put it in the fridge and eat it cold. No, you don't. No, I promise you. That's disgusting. No, I freaking love cold pizza. I had a bad experience with cold pizza many, really? many years ago. And uh, I... Slightly warmed it up. I put like 30 seconds in the microwave and uh-huh. I got kind of sick. And my friend did not put it in the microwave at all and he got severely sick. So <laughs> I guess you have difference in immunities, you know? I don't know. We both ate the same pizza at the same time. Yeah, but I mean, like, your immune systems could be different where his fought off more or yours fought off more. Or, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe we ate he the, has it was leftovers. It was leftovers, too. So we, we were fine, that you know, the day before. Then we left it out. And then he just picked it up and ate it. And I was like, ah, I'm going to put it in the microwave for a little bit. And bro, that's safe. Bro, thing. your bodies, your bodies are different. You process things differently. Yeah. Speaking of uh, processing things differently, what do you think of uh, Ricky Gervais and the. Is that uh, how you say his last name? Gervais? Gervais. 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 I. I freaking loved it, man. Uh, first off, I thought he was funny. Um, but, like, the, the reason why I really liked it was I felt like, I feel like Hollywood is so out of touch with the, the average American. Obviously, they're all millionaires. They all live in a different world. They've got their own club, and they're about their own different things. And um, But it was kind of cool for, like, one of their own to just say, you know what? Shut up and get off your high horse. If you win an award, take the award. Say thanks to who needs to thanks and go away. It's not a place to make a political statement. You guys are not qualified to make those things, you know? And I like that because, I mean, it kind of goes both ways because, you know, there are two different types of agendas. And um, lately, it's just you can't enjoy anything. You can't do anything. You can't turn on the TV without some type of politics. And, 
if you guys have not caught on, I don't like talking about politics like all the time, but it's just like the climate now is like you can't look left without talking politics and like politics separate people in relationships. Like, oh, you believe this? Oh, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I can't just accept that you think one way and I think the other. No, it's like you have to pick sides. And so it's like anywhere you look, it's all that kind of crap. And so like, you know, why do we watch movies? You watch movies and things like that to escape, to have some sort of entertainment. You don't want to just like like this person, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden this person's like, oh, yeah, by the way, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I hate this person. now. I don't watch anything they want to do. I'm going to boycott everything. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just, I don't know. It, it bothers me. So I just really enjoyed that he kind of just said, shut up, be an actor, take your awards, do your thing. And yeah. I mean, he's British, so who is he to tell Americans what to do? Well, it's not even Americans. It's like, <laughs> dude, half of that, half of those people there are from like other countries. They don't belong here, then. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the boat, GTFO. Fob yourself out of here. So, yeah. um, no, I'm just joking around, obviously. But I think it's kind of obvious what he was saying. Like, obviously, Hollywood is out of touch. These people live in a bubble. It's I mean, kind of I'd how they're to, able to do things. I would love to live things. in their bubble, though. I mean, like, millions of dollars? You know, I'd love that. Well, yes and no. I mean, a lot of them took years to get there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm and sure. In, like, I think of John Hamm, who's the guy who was the main character in Mad Men. Okay. And he was, like, a waiter for over 10 years. He was about to quit and move back to, I believe, Ohio. Ooh, He's like, what am I doing? Was. I'm just living out here, doing these auditions, and... It's been 10 years. I'm I'm just getting older. Right. And then he, he got a break, and that break led into something else and something else. It was like within a year of that one break, he got the lead character for Mad Men. You know, I'm not sure if you're super familiar with uh, the Kevin Hart documentary on Netflix. Yep. But, like, yep. I was watching some of that, and, like, you get a lot of his backstory. And so, like – it's really cool because I mean, like you know, a lot of these people are not like le they're not legacies where they had like parents that were f actors or had a lot of money and it was really easy for them because they just like had connections and some people really did start from nothing, you know, and so I I feel like there are some people that know uh, maybe are more woke than than others in the that community, you know, I mean. Comedians are a different breed, I would say, and especially Kevin Hart. He, I really enjoyed that documentary because he left a lot of things in there. I was really surprised on. It was very personal. Did you Did you watch all five? I watched all five, and I don't oh. want to give any spoilers. So those of you who have not watched it, it really hit. It, I think it dropped in mid December, uh -huh. at least in the U.S. So for our few international people, check your Netflix. I know every country is different with the Netflix catalog. Yeah. I don't understand why it dropped like way under the radar. It's I really think they're good. blackballing. They're blackballing him. No Maybe. pun intended. Maybe it's really good. It what it what it made me feel was very inspired. I felt like I was a lazy sack of crap. He after does so like, much. Holy crap! And he's had a lot of tribulations and not an easy upbringing. And no. I've dabbled in comedy. I've tried doing open mics. I tried doing the comedian thing. It's yeah. really not for me. Obviously I like to stumble over words a little too much to be a comedian, but it's not, it's, it's a very negative lifestyle for me. Yeah. 
um, it's very depressing. It's very isolating. It's for me and for most people. Uh, if you listen to a lot of, if chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to a comic or two's podcast. Yeah. And you can kind of hear them like, I crave attention. That's what most comedians do. They crave attention. Yeah. And it's like, for those of you who are kind of wondering, like a, a beginner's comedian style and what it takes is you go to these open mics wherever you live. And most of the time you have to wait at least an hour to get your three to five minutes. Really? And you probably don't know any people. And after some time, you make some friends. But these people you're talking to are just as sad and lonely as you are. That's so really depressing. So it is it is depressing. It's kind of like uh, Misery Loves Company, and that is at an open mic. And not everybody's like that. I would say 80% are, though. Hmm. And you get the young people who are just doing it to have fun. You get the older people who wish they did it younger, but they couldn't. Right. And then you got someone like me who's kind of in the middle, where I was like, I wish I did this younger, but I'm kind of feeling I'm too old to do this now. Is that what you feel? That's I don't do it anymore. I kind of felt like I got what I wanted out of it. Right. Because it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. I did the most I ever did was seven minutes. And remembering seven minutes of material is very difficult. Was so it seven minutes in heaven, Dan? If they're laughing, yes. <laughs> okay. Is it like an adrenaline rush when people are like laughing at some of the stuff you say? You feel good? It is a huge rush when they're laughing. It's it's such a, a a rush that it's hard to comprehend. But mm. when you bomb, which I have done, it is so demoralizing. It just sucks the happiness out of you, huh? Well, in that moment, like you're standing up there and you're like, oh, that joke didn't go over well. And it's so funny and random because I would say one joke, the same joke on a Tuesday, yeah. say it on a Wednesday. On Tuesday, it kills. On Wednesday, nobody laughs. Oh, wow. So it really depends on the people who are watching. It really depends on the mood. You could feel the atmosphere sometimes. Right. You could feel that sometimes people are mad. The people there who, who are kind of more looking for a fight than to laugh. Really? It depends. There's a lot of variables. And so for me, I learned how to deal with stress under those kind of situations. Because I'd be standing on stage, and there's been times I forgot what I was going to say. You just got to be quick on your feet, huh? I, got, I had to get quick on my feet. I had to be able to handle stress in a quick and not, like, lose your nerves. Well, so were there any kind of tricks or things that you did to kind of, like, calm yourself? You just have to act like you don't care. You have to act like... You're so confident that even if you do screw up, you don't care. And you can't focus on, you can't dwell on it. So um, when I was doing stand-up comedy, uh, the other other comedians, it was like 50-50. A lot of them liked me, but the ones who didn't like me really didn't like me because they thought I was really arrogant, very cocky. People were like, you seem really cocky on stage. Hmm. Like, well, yeah, I have to fake it till I make it. I right. can't come up here. And be nervous. No one's want to watch that. That's not – you have to like – what you have to do is really harness who you are. Yeah. Like if you're kind of shy, 
you can't go out there and pretend to be this, you know, over the top confident person because it looks fake. You could feel it. So me, I'm kind of cocky. I'm kind of confident. And I just went into that. Hmm. And I ended up, oftentimes people said, said I sounded like an infomercial, uh, motivation, motivational speaker. Okay. I can see you doing that. So I, that's kind of the air I gave. And I had these long, dry wit humor jokes. And that's just me. And I happened to be really monotone. That was something I would have to fix if I wanted to go down that path. But I didn't want to continue down that path because how do you make money as a comic? You have to tour the country every weekend and then you buy yourself. You know, I just imagine a motivational speaker kind of giving their, their speech. But like in the background, there's like music playing and it's like Creed. And it's like, can you take me higher? You know, why that just, song? That, why that song? Take me higher. Motivation lift you up. I guess I think of Michael Bublé or Josh Groblin. That's what uh, I think. Of. You raised me up. Yeah, that song. That song. Whatever happened to that guy? He got rich and stopped singing. I think he does TV now or something, like a TV show or something. I don't know, but I know parents love Josh Groblin. My yeah, my wife loves Josh Groblin. She's like, ah, oh, that's the Christmas voice I want to hear. I'm like, are you talking about another man? Girl, you better recognize. You better check yourself. You better. You better know where you live or I'm going to kick you out of this country. Exactly. I'm about to throw you <laughs> off the other side of Costco. I'm going to make you climb that churro ladder. Dude, it's going to be stale as hell. You better hurry up before it starts raining because you're going to fall from the top. Yeah, you're going to be a, a bad case of a soggy bread stick. Yeah, a thousand <laughs> of them. Dude, I just I freaking love churros, man. They're so good. For sure, if you don't like churros, you're dead inside. <sighs> Uh, if I met someone who's like, oh, you want to because the I'm sure the Sam's Club churros are ginormous, right? Yeah, I mean they're like I think they're like a foot long. Yeah, yeah. well the Costco ones are like huge. They're about a foot and a half easy. Dang. So like it's really too much for one person. It's not unless you, you shut up. You, you live in Oklahoma. Thank you. Thank all. you for proving my point. Take it all. You get a, a foot and a half long and a big gulp. But it's really meant for more than one person. So you kind of split it up. And if it's someone says no, that way. thank it's, you. It's, it's, meant to, it's meant to show how selfish you are as a person because it looks like there's enough to share. But you're like, I am not sharing this churro. Go get your own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could. I could eat a complete churro on my own, but I feel so nasty. This cost $1.50. You better recognize. I mean, it's not the cost. It's the calories I'm worried about. Bro, nobody cares about a calorie when they're eating churros. I do, man. Dude, that's at least 2,000 calories. An incomplete foot and a half churro? Are you kidding me? You know what? You, The way you talk, it just saps the churro happiness, okay? You don't think about churros are happy happy calories, okay? All right, buddy. There's something called supply and demand. And if you have a foot and a half churro, the second half of that is not as good as the first half. Well, yeah, I mean, because if you save it for later, it's going to taste bad. You got to eat it all right then and, and there. That's why you split it with other people so you're not a gluttonous piece of crap. No, you go hard. Okay, you don't eat breakfast. You don't eat lunch or dinner. You just eat churro. <laughs> <laughs> that's how committed you are to the churro. You just, and at Sam's Club, do they have that really obnoxious line where you have to zigzag back and forth? There's not that many people. Okay. Like at some of the Costco's, you have to zigzag in this imaginary line on the ground. And it's like 
maybe a foot apart and that foot apart is like 10 people difference like and it's 20 minutes for 10 people yeah there's just a lot of people in california you don't get that kind of stuff here in oklahoma gotcha that's true that's true but people who go to sam's club or costco on the weekend are absolute lunatics oh yeah for sure Or, or actually so we've got some pretty bad storms uh here in oklahoma and so when we know there's a storm coming People do lose power and stuff like that. So sometimes people go and stock up. So if you know there's a storm coming, oh, dude, there are, like, shelves that get emptied out. People go hard, especially on, like, water and different different items and stuff like that. So the grocery stores, Walmart, Costco, uh, Sam's Club, they get raided. People, like, stock up like it's nuclear warfare. Well, but one time we were out of power for, like, three days. Awesome. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was like, bro, I can't charge my phone. I can't use my internet. My fridge is like, I can't open my fridge. Otherwise, everything's going to get spoiled. Dude, I'm so envious. It's, it's the it's the high life, dude. Well, speaking of the high life, um, dude, the, not the high life, but that, that uh, it, I guess this is California news. But um, in Irwindale, the, I think it's Budweiser or Miller. There's some kind of beer factory that's right there. Yeah. Uh, that's getting shut down. Really? Yeah, I think. Hold on. I don't care. <laughs> I used to drive by that every day for a few years on my morning commute, and I would always smell the yeast and wheat on my morning commute, and it never smelled good. It doesn't smell good. Oh, check it out. Hey, our boy Trumpy Trump said something. Uh, oh, did he? As of right now, so it is 8.50 p.m. Central Time. All is well. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damage is taking place now. So far, so good. We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world. By far, I will be making a statement tomorrow morning. Dude, you cannot say all is good. Missiles. Like, that. you can't say those two things back to back. All is good. I mean, some people shot some missiles and blew up some stuff and... So far, so good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Cancer, like what? No, you can't have those two things. <laughs> I feel good. Because I know that I would. I just, I feel like I said a singing mood today. You are. I mean, I was, I was been, I've been there before. You know, just, and I'm not even singing like sad love songs. I'm just, I'm singing, I'm singing that stuff with that energico man, that inner energico, but. uh yeah, so I mean, FYI, guys, we weren't sure how long this podcast was going to go because we weren't sure if we wanted to actually watch what he was saying or not. Um, but interesting times because I mean, like, I'm telling you what, I just I feel weird about putting on a uniform with my titties, dude. I'm just, it's a thing. I mean, I got big titties for a different reason because I lift weights. Oh, Danny swole. I'm only swole in particular areas. Like and his my titties are one of them. Is his elbows? No, 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 no. I mean, I remember when I started lifting weights in high school, for whatever reason, don't explain to me why, I thought if you, like, worked out your chest that everything else would work out itself, too. Like, if you're, like, bench pressing, like, you have to use your arms to, you know, lift up and down. So I thought your arms get a good workout at the same time. Oh, interesting. So I would do chest, like, three times a week. Damn, Haas. And then you always heard when we were younger – I don't think this is really applicable anymore that if you worked out your back, you wouldn't grow anymore. I heard so that I, squatting, squatting. Yeah. Growth. So for me, it was like no squatting. I did like, like lat pull downs, the worst workout ever, huh. but I do like some very little back workouts. I did some 
arms and I didn't do like any leg workouts (laughs) for like three years. Oh my gosh. So I have like big broad shoulders and a chest. And that, that, that's how I was for like multiple years. I've kind of tried to even out, but I don't think I have. So I have like ginormous chest muscles for my frame. I mean, uh, are we going to get to see a nip shot or what? I mean, when I have to go buy a suit, they tell me I'm a 46 on my shoulders and chest and like a 42 everywhere else. They didn't tell you were a 48 on your nipple, you know? No, but it's incredibly annoying because they're they're like, oh, you're this size. Guarantee I'm not. And then like I put on the jacket and they're like, looks good on you. Like if I move my arm like three inches, I'm ripping your jacket just so you know. So you should have just ripped it then and there. Like I told you so. But yeah, it's uh, I have big boobies and uh, I don't really work out my chest anymore. I do it like maybe once every other week now. You you don't save the tatas. My tatas don't need saving. They need to. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to even out. So now kind of like when you. I don't know. I was gonna say grow out your hair, but you don't have hair. Hey hey so. hey! You're giving out a lot of personal <laughs> information, Dan. They don't know that. You mentioned that. Before. All they know is that I've got titties. They got titties and no hair. Dang. All I'm right. Titties. Now I'm stereotyped forever as the bald titty man. Bald titty man. Bald titty bald man. Titty man. <laughs> yeah. Napkin man. Like napkin napkin man reason. will have a field day with me. That's a lot of napkin coverage. Bald titty man and napkin man saving the day. They're going to Iran. So. <laughs> uh, that's Iran. What, that's what we got to Napkin do. man. I got a I got a uh, Twitter Trump tell him Napkin Man will save the day, dude. I if he retweets that and be it's like this is the absolute best news I've ever heard in my life. This is huge. You huge. should tweet him that. Dude, tweet, tweet him right now. Tweet you him. Should tweet. Tweet him. You do don't, the Twitter. Don't worry, Donnie. Napkin Man will save the day. He's gonna wipe all the dirt away. Dang. But yeah, yeah. so. Hey, did we ever talk about the the new Star Wars movie? Yeah, we did. The rise, the rise of Skywalker. Like after we I saw it, definitely did. We did. Yeah, huh? Because I saw it like, uh, you know what? We did do an episode. That was the last episode, wasn't it? That was the the last regularly scheduled program. That was like two weeks ago. So that feels like such a long time ago. It felt like a, an eternity since we'd done this on the regular time. So good, man! Just so so good. And then the stupid. Possible war ruins our good times. So selfish. So speaking of Star Wars 2, uh, and talking about, uh, who's that British guy again? Gervais? Ricky Gervais. So I keep seeing this meme floating around about um, Adam Driver, who's the guy who played um, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Uh, and so when he's given that uh, that speech, basically tearing everyone apart, there's like so many pictures of him smiling. I don't know. I heard something else about him about holding uh, albums on Instagram. Albums? What do you mean? Yeah, like albums, like covers. Of like, it sounds like he's just a weird guy. He's just a weird guy, apparently. The force is definitely strong with him, Dan. You know? Yeah, I bet. I don't know any better. I don't know anything about that. But uh, if you want to actually learn something and feel motivated, I would recommend watching Kevin Hart more than uh, Star Wars. He, that guy's just got a lot of drive you know it's interesting actually speaking of okay hold on going back to the golden globes um i think it's interesting 
you know, at Netflix approach about their own, you know, series and putting out their own stuff. Um, Cause you're, it's, it's interesting to me that like something I could see a day where, you know, these streaming sites put up movies that are killing the movie theaters. You know what I mean? Like instead of put, putting it out in the movie theaters, they'll just release it online. Well, there's a lot of talk right now in the media world how things are different now than they were 15 years ago. There's a lot of websites shutting down. Yeah. And because of that, because it's just like all the big websites are buying up all the small websites, just like what we see in the real world with Amazon and things like that. Yeah. So a lot of these, uh, you know, journalists, like uh, Sports Illustrated, pretty much is getting wiped away. Well, I mean, nobody... I mean, gone are the days where people want physical copies of like things. Yeah, and then but also their online content. A lot of these websites now pay individual, you know, freelance people X amount to write an article. Hmm. I've done it. I've been paid to write business articles, and it, I'm sure I'm making nickels to the dollar of what a regular writer makes. Right. So that's kind of the way things are. So it's very interesting. We keep saying interesting way too much. Did you know this? Interesting. It's very perplexing Ooh. to see how things will change with if media, if if God forbid we go to war again, how media will be different this war versus the last war. Right now, the media is so savage in the way that it goes about things. Like but- just, I'm explaining why because they have to, or they'll go away. Like they have to do ratings. Uh, like they have to do something that grabs your attention because if they don't, they don't have a job. I I feel like there's also more two things. I feel like it's just big money, big money that's driving certain narratives and, and things like that. Where it's like they want the population to think and be one way and the, another set of people are like no we want them to be this way and so like the thing is is that like see i don't i don't even know because at the same time you've got all these news stations and 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 reporting stuff that have a platform on social media too so like people do the news and they also do the news live online like on facebook you know and so, like, people are still consuming the content. They're just doing it in social media versus, like, watching TV. And Have so, like, to. well, yeah, but, like, for me, I feel like there's just a certain type of person that's going to be watching Fox News no matter what. There's a certain type of person that's going to be watching CNN or NBC or ABC. Um, and so, like, there, it's almost just like you create the news that you want to see and you get fed it, you know? Yeah. And so, it's so, a diet. It's yeah. like a mental diet. That's what Joe Rogan says. Like, you have, you're, like, you're... You have to. You're signing up for your own mental diet. So it's funny on how what you watch. It's funny because like so when I go to the gym in the morning and I'm sitting there and I'm on the treadmill and I'm like walking. They've got like I go to Planet Fitness, so there's like ten TVs in a row and they put Fox News and they put CNN next to each other. So you literally see them talking about the same thing, except the narratives are so different and they're going on at the same time, like in the same sequence. They're literally talking about the same crap. And it's worded so differently. Or it's like, oh, you know, Donald Trump's this way. Or, oh, the president's awesome this way. And they're like, it's just so crazy how bipolar news is, you know? It is. And it's hard for people to know what to trust. That's the problem with this. So there's like no 
There aren't that many. I wouldn't say there's none, but there aren't as many, not nearly as many of unbiased, impartial points of information to get from. Yeah, I mean, like, everything's biased. I mean, you, if you're a Republican and you're watching Fox News as your sole source of news, you're stupid, you know? And if you're a Democrat and you're watching CNN as your sole source of news, you're stupid because those things are so – they're so twisted to fit their narrative that, like, no matter what – there's there's they're saying a half truth, you know, dude, you know, who are the dumbest people without question? Walmart people. people? Well, tied then. OK, you know, who are tied with Walmart people, people of Walmart, uh. people who get their information strictly from YouTube. <laughs> Wait, people get information from YouTube. Oh, my. You don't know these people. No, you've never met someone who's like, I watch this series of documentaries from YouTube. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like news, like current events. No, I am. There's there's YouTube people. And some of them are good. I'm not going to, you know, badmouth all of them. I've, I've, I've listened to some of them. They're not bad, not all of them, but some of them are out, just out there, and it's so obvious, but people follow them because they agree with what they're saying. I used to watch this one chick. Remember that one angry Republican chick? Her name's that's like all of them. Tommy Lauren or something like that. The really hot, all of them to me. really hot blonde one that's obnoxious. That's all of them. About. They're always hot blondes on the on most of the. Okay, let me let, let me just say that she's really hot. Ah, and like, gotcha. I don't even care about what she's saying. I just like want to look at her getting angry, and I'm like, she's hot. All right, here's a story of YouTube okay. and real life here. So there was a gal. I often on dated, which means you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm talking about. It means like sometimes she wants a churro, sometimes she doesn't. Yeah, she really wanted my churro once <laughs> in a while. It's all that cinnamon, Dan. I told you to lay off. Dude, I love cinnamon. It's my favorite spice. All right, tell your liked, story. Tell your story. Liked it a lot too. She liked my. Okay, I mean, tell your story, Dan. Let me. Okay, so <laughs> it's been a while since she uh, devoured my my churro. So. Uh, we were in a big group setting and I went to, we were like at a bar, I believe. And I went to use the restroom real quick and I come back and I come back and she's talking about these alien people and alien people. Like that from, a are, different, from a different planet? Yeah, they're from a different planet, but they've disguised themselves to look like humans and they've infiltrated our society. And a lot of them are famous. Like she said, Lady Gaga is an alien person. Illuminati. Yeah, I was like, I like Lady Gaga. What is this? Like that's what kind of like turned my head. I was like, I was kind of ignoring it at first, and then she said Lady Gaga, and I was like, Hey, her poker face is human. All right, Gaga, ooh rah rah, la la. Dude, I listen to so much Lady Gaga at the gym. It's the best. So, yeah, you, yeah, you she, and me would have a bad romance. That was good. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Okay. So, but she like went on and off. I'm like, you're being serious? Because I thought at first I thought she was being fake. Or joking around about it and she's like no i believe this i was like you don't you're please tell me you're joking <laughs> you're like check please i was like no more churro time so <laughs> it's like mm, i'm not sharing my churro with you anymore i'm gonna eat all of it now Dang. so <laughs> okay marilyn manson <laughs> <laughs> I, well i took out some of my Shut ribs <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, that happened, and I've never thought of her or looked at her like the same ever since. Yeah, you thought she, she was like a nut, like someone who was abducted by aliens. And she was like, I watched it on YouTube, and I was like, you realize YouTube is 
like anything I could put anything anyone could put anything on YouTube well this is not like a crime but you could put false information like super easy if you've got a thousand subscribers or more you're a trustworthy source of information I'll tell you yeah so that was her and she like she bought it like a like a guppy with a little piece of churro on the hook dang that's the best pun I'm gonna get today I think yeah it's pretty pretty descriptive yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't know just uh it's people just seem to be like a special kind of stupid nowadays or it's selectively like, stupid well, it's I, not it's not that they don't know any better, it's that they know better and they don't want to know any better. No, Dan, I don't think they know better. But I mean like back in the day now, we sound kinda of old saying that, but like to really know information you have to go dig it and like research it and like yeah. or at least find it. And so when you found stuff, it was only written by people that were educated. Like you saw educated things and then nowadays with information it's so easily accessible. People can't distinguish What's truth? What's not truth? What's factually accurate? What's not? And then like it is. It's possible. You just have to read more than one source. But people don't want to do it. People never go the extra mile for anything. It's just like I do. No, I go. You don't. False. I don't believe you. When I go to McDonald's, I walk there. Oh, you walk the the green mile. I walk to get my Big Mac. I'm burning all the calories beforehand. Yeah, you want to walk to get your Big Mac. You take it back and stand in line and get drafted. (laughs) <laughs> that, I'm going to go all the way to Oklahoma. <laughs> You'd be in pretty good shape. And I would walk 2,000 miles to be drafted in Oklahoma. Dude. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we kind of uh, beaten a stale churro into submission. Dude, I don't even know what we talked about at this point. We're just Dude, going. This one is such all over the place. And I think it makes sense as 2020. I think it's going to be the year that nothing makes sense the entire year. We're just going to be talking. That, that's it. Our our podcast is just talking. And there's <laughs> no podcast. <laughs> there's going to be no structure. We're just it's going to be like you're sitting in a room with a bunch of boys talking shop. You know, well, I, I blame the break one and then two. Nothing fun has really happened over we're gonna the last be we're gonna weeks. be grabbing information by the facts all right uh roasters it's more obvious than ever we would like you to give us things to talk about yeah guys <laughs> we seriously are just sitting there going do we talk about politics do we not talk about politics we here's how long about. we're not going to talk about politics for we, we so. basically talked about politics without really talking about politics but we still talked about politics we broke my rule we broke the rule, but we went all over the place. We talked about Netflix. We talked about Ricky Gervais. We talked about walls that divide states. Imagine if we had to like jump over a wall to get to Las Vegas. We're going to have a lot of angry Hispanic listeners. If you're angry at us and you're Hispanic, let us know. We want to know how bad we offended you. And let us know in English, please. Yeah, or at least don't use slang words so we can Google Translate. Por favor. Por flavor. No habla espanol. No habla Google Translate. Alexa I doesn't to, know I actually have to learn. I have to learn Spanish. Uh, I have to take a couple more classes, and I got to take a language. I understand some Spanish. See? Okay. Mm, <laughs> 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 so now that we've insulted a people group, 
you know? Obviously, we're joking, but I actually know I, when I was in Spain, I was able to get by. I, I know one word at a time. So once a complete sentences take place and the conjugation changes at the end of the word, I get lost. But one particular word at a time, I get about 30% of the words. Okay. What about La Cucuracha? No, I don't like that song much. What, what, what is it saying, Dan? I don't know. I don't like that song. I don't like it. Why would I learn it? The, the, the cockroach, bro. Dude, cockroaches are by far my least favorite insect ever. You know, shrimps are cockroaches of the sea. I don't care. They don't, like, crawl up on my sinks and just touch everything. Because your sink's not underwater, but if it was, bro, you better watch out. <sighs> shrimps are going to get you. That's the safest place to be, Atlantis. <laughs> Atlantis, you know, like, freaking under the water and all blown up. Do you believe in Atlantis, Dan? I think, I don't know about Atlantis per se, but I do think something like that is possible. Do you believe that there was an advanced civilization that didn't think about tectonic plates shifting and ended up at the bottom of the sea? Sure, why not? Okay. I think it's possible. You should uh, put it on YouTube. Maybe you'll find out that chick again. She'll come back and be like, bro, I didn't know that you knew things. I didn't know you were woke. And she'll say the alien people made it. She was like, I... I need to see your churro real quick. It's been a while since I devoured that churro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, churros have been officially ruined for me now because we just keep churro referencing. And the next time you go to Sam's Club, I'm gonna take a picture and send it to you. Put post it on the. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna post it. Like, I'm gonna be like hashtag not sharing. Hashtag churro lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. There's a foot right. long for everyone. That's, and we're not talking about pedophile Jared yeah. from Subway. Or Epstein. Epstein. Epstein You're really Epstein. bad. I'm, I'm bad with words. You're bad with names. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein, Epstein, Epin, EpiPen. Um, he didn't kill himself, by the way. I don't know if you caught that. Yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so... <laughs> Conspiracy episode 21. <laughs> On YouTube, bro. I better watch out for my chair. I'm married. Yeah, but uh, I think we're going to wrap this one up yeah, before we the, say something we totally regret. Nothing good happens after an hour of podcasting. It's like staying out after 2 a.m. and staying up talking for over an hour. Nothing. You regret everything past the 60, 60 minute mark. I blame this awkward episode on what's going on in the world. So pardon the interruption. That's ESPN show, but we will be back to our silly selves. I think we've been pretty silly, though. But we, we forgot about one really sad thing. What? All the fires in Australia that are set off by people. They're arsonists that did it. There's like over 180 people or something like that. Really? Yeah. It wasn't just like climate change is a hoax. There are people that... <laughs> <laughs> I heard about the fires. I didn't know they were started. People started it. All of them? They've been like, all last year, they've been strategically burning stuff. And then they went and like burned, burned. They started this fire. Yeah. So like, I know, over, I know when I went to Australia, uh, it's about 15 years ago now, they had severe water shortages. So I do know, you know, it gets very dry down there. Well, so, over, over half a billion animals have died. All of them are like snakes and kangaroos. So who cares? There's like some sad kangaroo koala like pictures of them all like crispy. Dude, 
Kangaroos are mean. Our Australian uh, listener can attest to this. Please message us. But if you see, like, if you're ever Google Australia and you see a kangaroo, like, out and about, you better run. They will come out, a red kangaroo in particular. I was told this when I was there. Huh. Like, they, like they, some dumb American was there. And, they, oh, kangaroo, they're like, get inside, get inside. <laughs> Quick, run like, for oh, your life. Get inside, get inside. It's like, what? They will come to you and they will kick you and you will die. Okay, 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 hold on. So... If you had a choice to be left in a room with a kangaroo or a lion, what would you choose? I have to say a kangaroo. Okay. Because I don't have to run away from its uh, feet. I mean, it's probably a lot faster than you. Yeah, but I mean, like, I only have to avoid its feet. Like a lion, it can jump on me. I don't think a kangaroo is going to jump on me. And then, like, the lion has its teeth and its claws. So there's more there's more weapons to a lion, but I, they were they were doing a comparison to a bear. That's what they were saying. Like that's like me going to America and then I'm like, oh there's a bear outside. I'm gonna go say hi to it. And you be get inside, get inside. So <laughs> that's fun. So that that's uh for the roasters who are not in Australia and you do ever do go down under, do not go pet a kangaroo. You will likely die. You know what? If you go to Australia, you should. Pack your suitcase entirely full of red party cups. Why? Because can't you make money over there? Or take blue With jeans? Solo cups? Or or, or or take blue jeans? Because like everything's yeah Levi's. Yeah, Levi's are incredibly expensive there. They go over when I was there. It's been fifteen years, but I remember they were selling for like hundred eighty bucks for a regular pair of five hundred ones. Wow. That's everywhere. That's a lot of parts of the world. Europe's like that too. Levi's are expensive. Like brands like Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren are like very expensive there, and they're like outlet stores here. That's just how it goes sometimes. All right, guys. So we're really gonna end it now. We're just now we're just kind of now we're just giving you fashion tips how to make money on the cheap. You know. So if you've got any other sad information, let us know. We'll talk about it. But we want to talk about happier things. But episode twenty-one, guys. Um, Make sure to hit us up on, on social media. Say something to us. I am in charge of the YouTube stuff, and I've been slacking a little bit, so i got to update stuff and put things up there. So YouTube, But we don't really get a lot of traction on YouTube, Dan, so I kind of feel a little discouraged with it. We seem to be like Podbean, Spotify heavy, you know? Yeah, just spread the word on podcasting-wise, and then if it, that goes well, we'll re-merge the YouTube stuff. Yeah, so but just a favor, though. Take take the link when you watch it and just share it on your newsfeed. That would mean a lot to us. Or if you see something that we post on social media, share it, especially the Facebook. That goes a long way. And it really does mean a lot. And the thing that I've learned with doing YouTube and just different things like that is that if we don't ask, you're not going to do it. So we're not begging you, but we're just asking you if you really do enjoy the content and you guys are downloading, just share it. You know, let people know and like, hey, I found two idiots in in America, you know. Uh, you should listen to them. They're funny sometimes. And spread us like AIDS. Definitely. And we are posting stuff on Instagram that we don't talk about. There's a couple of good, funny, ha-ha photos from the last week. So I do recommend you go to our roast info on the IG and you add us. That way you don't miss anything. And add us on Twitter, too, because then we'll start being funny there, too. We just got to build Dude, that we'll up. If you if you add us everywhere, you'll laugh like nonstop. You, like you, will, you will literally be so full of laughs, you might end up in the hospital. 
Yeah, you you have to, you'll break your ribs, and then that way you could suck your own churro. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. It's, it's it's we were just heading into this repetitive churro cycle of everything revolves around the churro. <laughs> the churro. It's like a boomerang. It's a churro. boomerang topic, you know. Episode twenty one officially is now known as the episode of churros. Hey, churro better be in the title, Dan. It will be. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. So, love you guys. You guys are awesome. We'll catch you guys on episode 22 if we're not dead. And, yeah. So, stay safe, stay classy. And, uh, toodles. Eat a churro. Toodles. Toodles. Would you say churro? Yeah. Eat a churro? Uh huh. Eat your churro? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>